Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary journey through Walt Disney World. Before we get started, I need to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money. You get that awesome support from a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. To get a free no-obligation quote today, head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Front, you're going to hear a lot of me talking because I have anchored the two in-park dining reviews that we have for you this week. And then we have a special studio show from Pete and Fiasco that we will hear right at the end. And it was also an exciting week because one of the most popular spots of quick service dining at Magic Kingdom reopened. And of course, I had to be there to review it on day one. And oh, man, uh, there's another another popular spot at Magic Kingdom reopening up soon that I'm also probably going to have to go over and review. Not uh, that I'm excited about this one because that's the ice cream parlor. But we have a lot of fun for you anyways throughout this episode, and I really hope you enjoy it. We're going to kick things off uh, with me being back over at Epcot's World Showcase. And in this one, oh, I went to a very popular snack spot. And I'm not going to pronounce it again because I'm going to screw it up. I can say it as soon as I get off mic. And then as soon as I get on, I screw it up. But okay, I'll get, I'll give it a shot anyway. Uh, I went to Germany and I got snacks at Karmokirche. I'm just overthinking it. I always overthink it. But no, I did not get caramel corn. I'm not a huge fan of caramel corn. I'm not going to repeat that because I go into it real quick in the review. But I got other snacks from there. It's an awesome location. So I'm going to stop talking. Let's listen to the review. Now, today I am all about snacks here at Epcot, and it's been a long time since I've had any junk food snacks in Epcot. I'm usually coming here for meals or drinks, but not often desserts. So where did I go? Well, today I went to the Germany Pavilion because I wanted a caramel fix. And for that, of course, you have to go to the Werther store here, the Caramel Kuchen. And I just, you know, I took German for, I think, six years. And as soon as I have to pronounce Karmelkuchen, I just shut down and I completely revert. And it's like I forget everything that I learned in school. I can't get that the from the back of my throat. I can't get that out there. It just, it all breaks down. And so it's a mess. So this is going to be the first and last time I say it. You know it. It is the Carmel Kitchen because that's the kitchen is the the translation of kucha. Gosh, it just, it keeps falling apart. And, you know, this is home to the freshly made Werther's caramel corn, but I'm not a fan of caramel corn. I don't really like it at all. I will eat it if I get one of those tins at Christmas time where it's already in there and, you know, it's terrible caramel corn. I know this is fresh and good and I, I've had it before and, you know, it's, I, I'll, I'll take a handful, but I don't need any more than that. Uh, but yeah, I'm just not a fan of caramel corn overall, but I love the other desserts that are in there. And so I got two for this little fun quick take. And the first one that I got is the salted caramel butter bar. And I love every single word 
in that description for it. It is 449. It is just a square that I believe is full of salt, caramel, butter, and it's of course in a bar form. So, oh, I am, it's heavy, it's dense. I can't wait to take a bite of this. Now it gets served to you cold right out of like a refrigerated section, but as soon as it hits the Florida sun, this thing melts and it is perfect. It is everything that is in the description. It is buttery. Uh, there's a nice crisp bottom to this for the bar. So that adds a little bit of crunch. The caramel and the butter just melts in your mouth. The salt helps balance out that overall sweetness. Yeah, for $4.49, oh man, this thing is so good and it would be perfect to share, but one person could also destroy this too. But I have a feeling that there's like a full stick of butter in this thing. That's, that's how buttery it tastes. And you know, it has that nice shortbread flavor with it, with the caramel. It's very, very nice. The next dessert I'm trying is one of my favorites here and that's why I got it. I know it's a guaranteed hit every single time I get it. It's $4.59 and it is the salted pretzel chocolate chip cookie. And it is just a big chocolate chip cookie with pretzel and just covered in caramel. And it is a perfect combination every single time. Let's see if they nailed it today. I love this cookie so, so much. It's a good chocolate chip cookie. It also, you know, it'll come a little bit refrigerated, but once it sits in the Florida sun for just a short bit, it is like a warm, fresh out of the oven cookie. And it's an awesome solid chocolate chip cookie. The pretzel, you might hope for a little bit of like crunch with it, but not the way it's all cooked inside there. Loses a lot of that, that crunchiness of a good pretzel, but it does have the saltiness and that's very important to balance with the overall flavors. You don't want this to just be too sweet because the chocolate chips and the cookie are very sweet. The caramel on top, very sweet, but then the pretzel just adds that little salt in there. Makes it a really, really nice cookie. I love both of these desserts. I really don't think you can go wrong with anything you get from caramel Kuchen here at the Germany Pavilion at Epcot. So whatever your favorite is, get over here and get it and enjoy every little bit of it. Now, for those of you at home asking which dessert my wife liked better because I brought them home for her, she said that the salted caramel butter bar was the absolute winner and something we should get again. The cookie? Eh, not as bad, but salted caramel butter bar is an A-plus winner in our books. And let's, uh, speaking of A-plus winners in our books, let's move on to our next review. And that, of course, is coming to you from Magic Kingdom and Casey's Corner. It has reopened. I go into a lot of philosophical debates with myself in this one talking about, you know, how food tastes better in locations. So I'm just going to stop talking now and we're going to get into that review. Now, it's a big day at the Magic Kingdom because Casey's Corner has officially reopened. And it's raining on their parade a little bit today, off and on here. So it's making it very difficult to actually eat at Casey's Corner. But I think I'm going to sneak it in here right before the weather gets too bad. And yeah, I'm, I'm ready. It's been a long time coming. I want to see if it's just as good as it was when it closed. I want to see if it was just like the nostalgia of this place that made it so good. I want to just dig into Casey's 
way, way more than I need to. So gonna place a mobile order because today it's at least today, maybe into the future, it's mobile order only. And then yeah, I'm gonna get my food, eat it up. I have my food and I am sitting down over in the Tomorrowland Terrace area. I could not find any seating right outside of Casey's. I couldn't find any seating right outside of Plaza. It is busy around lunchtime. And yeah, so I had to take a little walk, which that's always fine. I like this area. It's loud, noisy, echoing. It's, it's the perfect place to enjoy a relaxing lunch at Magic Kingdom. What did I get from Casey's Corner? I got two items. I got the all beef hot dog with chili and cheese on it. So a chili cheese hot dog. Yeah. I, I don't know why I made it so complicated the way I described it. Served with french fries for $11.49. Then I also got an order of the corn dog nuggets. That's served with fake plastic hot cheese sauce. That's $9.99. It also comes with fries. You can substitute it for mandarin oranges. I tried to do that for both of my orders of fries and surprise, surprise, I got fries. I didn't get the mandarin oranges. It never happens. I never get my cuties and all I want is my cuties. But uh, yeah, I have a lot of food here and I need to start eating rather than just continually talk about it. So I'm gonna, gonna dive in first to my chili cheese dog. And the bun is kind of falling apart, but you know, the hot dog's staying intact. Chili's not really falling out, but the bun is falling apart right away. So this is gonna get messy. Yeah, it's official. Hot dogs from Casey's Corner just taste better than anywhere else. Uh, this thing is, I, I don't know, maybe I'm hungry today, but this thing is hitting the spot. The all beef hot dogs, just always spectacular. But, you know, the chili is just slightly spicy, adds a little kick onto it. Cheese just makes it all better. Cheese always makes everything better. My bun is falling apart rapidly. And I think that's just from the, the chili soaked into it. So I can't do anything about that, but man, it's messy, but it is good. I'm now moving on to my corn dog nuggets and I'm very excited for these. A few months back, I did review the corn dog nuggets in Frontierland while Casey's Corner was closed. And I wasn't really a fan of them. I thought they weren't that good. And I think the reason why was that they were made in the Pecos Bill kitchen, but then carried across the street to the kiosk they were served in. And there was just too much transit and not enough just fresh corn dog nugget flavor. And so I am very, very excited to see if corn dog nuggets here are now back to their old glory that they had before. So gonna start with it just plain, starting just plain. Right off the bat, no pun intended, these just feel fresher. Uh, and Mine have even been sitting for a couple minutes, so I was shocked that they have completely retained all of their heat. I'm really shocked by that, but these things are still hot, and they're good. They just taste better at Casey's. I don't know why. I, just, I, I don't know why. And I'm not even sitting there, so I can't even be like that. Like, oh, it's because of the setting that I'm sitting in. I, I, it just, I mean, I guess, I guess it doesn't matter where I'm sitting, but it's the thought that I got them at Casey's maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to get way too deep into this and it's just not working for me. But now let me have a corn dog nugget with that sweet, sweet, delicious cheese sauce. I'm still not on board with my corn dog nuggets with cheese or ketchup. I mean, ketchup is, again, that's like a worst case scenario. 
I'd rather just have mustard. So the fact that the corn dog nuggets are served with the cheese sauce doesn't really do a lot for me unless I'm getting the french fries because, you know, the french fries they serve at Casey's Corner are the uh, terrible, terrible, terrible Disney french fries that barely have any salt on them, lack a lot of flavor, and just really aren't that great. They're your standard crappy Disney fries, but as soon as you dip them in hot cheese, they take on a new life. Skip the cheese with the corn dog nuggets, just use it for your fries, and thank me later. Or don't, and tell me I'm wrong. I also like that too, but I'm telling you. French fries, cheese sauce, perfect. Corn dog nuggets, mustard. Use the mustard. But I'm gonna wrap up with my food here and I'll share my final thoughts in just a little bit. I am all done with my meal from Casey's Corner and it's not a surprise that I loved every little bit of it. I didn't finish it all, but I still enjoyed all of it that I had. You know, that chili cheese all beef hot dog just hit the spot. And I'm gonna bite my words just a little bit with this because for a while I was saying, you know, I get that we want Casey's Corner to reopen, but you can find hot dogs in other places and it's not a huge deal that Casey's isn't open, but you know what? It was better. It was better than the other hot dogs that I've had here since Casey's Corner has been closed. The corn dog nuggets at Casey's Corner were better than the ones that I had in Frontierland. So yeah, it's there is something about Casey's Corner itself that just makes the food taste better. Of course, if you didn't really like Casey's Corner before and you thought it was just crappy overpriced hot dogs, you're still gonna feel that way 1000%. But if you want some disgusting, delicious junk food at Magic Kingdom, then Casey's Corner is going to do it for you. The, the one thing that I do want to see come back to Casey's Corner as well is a lot of the loaded dogs. And they are still not really on this menu. I mean, technically chili cheese, all beef hot dog is a loaded hot dog. But you know, some of the more creative ones that they've had at Casey's in the past, I would like, I would like to see that come back to this location. Right now, the only one that besides the chili cheese dog on the menu, you have just a regular hot dog, you have the corn dog nuggets, and then you have the plant-based hot dog sausage that is a loaded one but you know that's that's if you want the plant-based option so that that's just something to keep in mind you're still not going to find a lot of the crazy ones you're not going to find macaroni and cheese topped on there i need to walk back to see the uh, friars nook menu to see if that's still on their menu but you won't find it at casey's but still get back over to casey's next time you're in magic kingdom and enjoy enjoy the hot dogs and corn dog nuggets here because they really are better at Casey's Corner than anywhere else at Walt Disney World. I only wish that Rhino wasn't on vacation this week so we could have went together and we could have knocked it all out together, including the plant-based dog, the uh, the brownie that they have for dessert, the frozen mint julep that we've gotten before. We could have had the entire menu, but he's gone, so I had to go through that alone, and I have no regrets. But it won't be the last time we talk about Casey's. It will come up again. I can promise you that. Mm. Casey's Corner really is better. But we're going to move on to our final portion of the show. And that, again, is a studio show 
with Pete and Fee Asco talking about Pete's favorite Disneyland dining locations in preparation for his upcoming trip to Disneyland. And they recorded this before the Steakhouse 55 closure announcement happened. So, uh, yeah, that's that's something maybe we'll hear about soon on a different show from Pete. But uh, just keep that in mind. I haven't even listened to this yet, so I don't know when it's going to get brought up. But I do know that the the thumbnail picture on YouTube of the video is of Steakhouse 55. So I'm sure it's uh, it's mentioned pretty quickly. But it's all good. We're still going to have fun listening to it anyways. So here we go. Enjoy. Hey, folks, and welcome coming to you from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined in the studio this week by a gaggle of people. Our producer, Corey Fiascanaro. Hello, everybody. And that's it. It's just <laughs> Fiasco and I. Um, Fiasco had the idea. We just recorded like a DBC show and a moving to Orlando show. Yep. And- because we have a busy July coming up, a lot of people on vacation, and uh, you know, I'm going on vacation. Thank God to Disneyland for the first time in a long time. It feels like years, but it's not like a year and a half. Um, but we thought it would be interesting to talk about like what my favorite places to eat in Disneyland are, and then um, and, and then that will give you a list of things to focus on. When you go to Disneyland and then Fiasco is going to talk about his favorite places to eat. Yep. And that will give you a list of places to avoid. Well, maybe we'll match up more than you think. I mean, you took me to a lot of my favorite places to eat. Did I? Yeah, you really did. So I didn't know anything about what was good to eat when I used to go to Disneyland uh, back when I was in the Navy. And it wasn't until we went for our work trips that I was like, oh, this food's here. Okay. 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 Well, maybe I'll be surprised. Probably. No, I'm kidding. All right. So there's no particular order to this. I haven't even written anything down. I'm just going off of memory and, you know, what I'm aiming for right now, really, really tough to get dining reservations at Disneyland. Um, it is, uh, you know, obviously they're at limited capacity at the moment, but I'm going to talk as though capacity isn't an issue. And this list is in. No particular order. The first one that jumps to my mind is Cafe Orleans in the uh, Disneyland Park. In specific, the Monte Cristo, which is what it's famous for. Yes, this is a deep fried sandwich covered with powdered sugar and uh, jelly. And there's nothing wrong with that sentence. I mean, you're going to die of a heart attack or a stroke after eating it, but... It's really good while you're eating it. Um, it's probably the thing it's like most like that's what it's most famous for is the Monte Cristo. Absolutely love it. And I've had Monte Cristo's other places. And I don't know if it's just because it's in Disneyland, but no other Monte Cristo has ever measured up for me. Every time I see it on a menu, I order it. Like, yeah, I wonder if this is as good as Disneyland. I take a bite. Like, no, no, it's not. Um, now, that I have been able to get a reservation for. Nice. So I've decided not to start my diet until after this trip to <laughs> Disneyland because I've been kind of back and forth with diets for about a year now. Uh, as you can tell, they haven't worked. Um, 
but I, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe after I get a break, as much of a break as I'll take, um, that maybe I'll come back with a fresh energy. And I don't know. We'll see. But while I'm there, I'm going to enjoy it because in general, the food in Disneyland far superior yeah. to what we have here in Orlando. There's just no question. Um, and so that's the first one from me fiasco. What about you? So, uh, we're not off to a good start here because, uh, I've only eaten at this restaurant once, but it wasn't my favorite. Although I don't eat Monte Cristo's, I don't like cheese. So I feel like a lot of, a lot of things got crossed off there. And there's fiasco's, uh, entry, uh, into this. <laughs> yeah. But I don't eat cheese. Then everything else after that, I'm, all I hear is blah, 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 blah. I'm uh, I'm curious if this was on your list, but one of my absolute favorite places to eat at Disneyland, I dream about it all the time. And in fact, the last time that I was there on the last work trip we did, I ate there every single day. And that's Bengal Barbecue Quick Service. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, you get all the skewers. All the skewers are amazing. They even have a plant-based skewer, which is really good too, but I always get the spicy chicken one. But the biggest thing there that like always drives me back no matter what is the jungle julep. It's this like purple julep slushy that is like grape orange all sorts of you know tropical flavors and it is the most refreshing refreshing slush i think i've ever had in my life um but bengal barbecue hands down oh my goodness i could eat it every day i i i think bengal bar barbecue is the best quick service at disneyland and i think it's probably the best quick service at either on yeah, either coast i'd agree um just phenomenal. And I mean, I went over to Universal and I saw that they had a skewer quick service place. Uh, and I was like, oh my goodness, did I find a Bengal barbecue locally that like I can go to and get good stuff at? And I didn't. It I was, was going to say, the answer to that question is no. It, they were the most disgusting skewers I've ever had in my life. Just like tough, gamey chicken. Like I couldn't even eat it. Um, but yeah. Nothing touches Bengal barbecue. Nothing. And again, this is not in any particular order for me. Um, but another one of my absolute favorite places to eat, which I also got a reservation for for this trip, is, um, oh my God, I just lost it. Um, Napa Rose? No, that's on my list. But um, Steakhouse? Oh, stop. You're not going to guess it. It's in uh, downtown Disney. Um the Jazz Kitchen? Yes, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. I, gu I guessed it. <laughs> well, just where you were headed. We're going to cut this out, right? If or you are you going to leave it in? No, we'll leave it we'll in. Leave it right. in yeah. So it's Jazz Kitchen. But I'm exhausted today, okay? I had a really long day before I had to sit down and record like three shows. I won't let him stop recording shows, right? No, he's Go. like, he's killing me. <laughs> he's like, you need to do this today. You need to do this today. Um, But... Uh, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. Yeah. In particular, their fried chicken. Their fried chicken is something else. The food in general is fantastic. Um, but the, 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 the fried chicken. I have been to this restaurant three times. Uh, this is one of the places that I actually did go, like that wasn't during a work trip. And I also went with you, Mary Jo, and her family uh, the first time we went together. And I got the jambalaya, and it was some of the best jambalaya I've ever had. 
And then the last time we went, I went back there again after Galaxy's Edge the night before we were about to fly back here to Orlando. And I got the jambalaya again and I sat and I was listening to live music. And it was like, I, I, I could feel everybody staring at me, looking at me like that guy. That's so sad. He's just sitting there by himself, eating, listening to the live band, all these couples around me. And I'm just sitting there alone, eating my jambalaya, listening to the music. And I just felt like I felt like people were looking at me, but maybe they weren't. I don't know. No, honey, that happens everywhere. <laughs> oh, they, they, they look at Fiasco and go, oh, yeah. Um, what about you? I mean, uh, the Jazz Kitchen is definitely on my list, but uh, one of the ones that I mentioned that maybe you had on yours, which I'm sure you did, Steakhouse 55. Oh, no question. I cannot stop talking about this place to the point that Haley, my wife, is actually getting angry at me that I've never taken her there. <laughs> um, Pete, you recommended that I get the dry rub, uh, the dry rub on the fillet when we oh, went. Absolutely. Th- that was a bad decision. Really? It was a bad decision because ever since I had that steak, nothing's been able to hold up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, I was going to say, because the dry, honestly, whoever came up with that dry rub oh needs a Nobel goodness. Prize. It's so good. I cannot wait to get it again. And yeah, it's it's hands down the best filet I've ever had in my life. And that dry rub is just ridiculous. And ever since I got that, it's like, okay, we have awesome, awesome, awesome steaks here in Walt Disney World, and I just need to block Steakhouse 55 out of my mind when I'm deciding which ones I like the most, you know, at Topolino's, at uh, SDK, what have you. But if we're putting that filet into the mix, there's no competition at all. And, you know, that that dry rub, at least it was the case. I'm, I'm assuming it would still be when it reopens. Um, they'll put that dry rub on any steak. I think they have it on their New York Strip normally. I think I forgot which cut of steak they have it on. That's what's on the menu. Um, but you can, you can ask them to put it on any, any of their steaks. And normally, normally I tell you, if they've got to put a rub or a sauce on the steak, it's to cover up the fact that it's not a good steak. This is the exception to that rule. These are really outstanding quality steaks and the rub adds this perfect flavor profile with the flavor of the meat to give you something just completely different, completely unique, unlike anything you've had anywhere else. Um, so yeah, Steakhouse 55, I, I can't say enough good things uh, about it. Um, of course, uh, no list of this nature is complete without Napa Rose over at the Grand Californian. Um, now Napa Rose is not the kind of restaurant for me is not the kind of restaurant where, oh, they have this great dish I have to have every time I go because the menu is constantly changing. Napa Rose, what is consistent service beyond, beyond the level of service at this restaurant is, is amazing. Uh, the food is always fantastic, but this is not so much a dinner as it is a culinary experience because this is, these are like world-class chefs creating art and they take, they'll take some of the most basic things and, and, and do their interpretation of it. And, oh my God, 
Oh, my God. This I have not been able to get a reservation for yet. I'm still working on it. But Napa Rose. Again, we have California Grill. We have Topolino's. We have some wonderful, wonderful restaurants here. Um, They don't. We just don't have anything that matches Napa Rose, in my opinion. Uh, And I'm not saying that these other places are bad. They're not. But I don't. And again, it could be because it's at Disneyland. It's in California. It's, you know, it's a different experience for me going out there than it is for me going to restaurants here. Um, Those places are event. It's event dining for me because I don't get to do it all the time. So I, I will absolutely cop to the fact that that probably influences some of how I feel. But Napa Rose has never disappointed me. None of these restaurants have ever disappointed me all the times I've eaten there. I've never walked out and said, well, that wasn't good. And that's saying something for Napa Rose because uh, the check comes with a mortgage application. Hmm. It's ridiculously expensive. And when you're paying that kind of money, there is an expect. I mean, obviously, your expectation is much higher. Napa Rose delivers, delivers every single time. So, what about you, Fiasco? So, unfortunately, I've never eaten at Napa Rose. I know we planned to do it on one of our trips, but uh, we ended up meeting up with some folks in the park. Uh, Napa Rose couldn't accommodate the additional seats, but Steakhouse Fifty Five could. So and I didn't swapped. Oh, I, I'm surprised because I really thought I would have ejected. Other people, so I could go eat. Yeah, I know. Rose. No, we let we we brought them along. And we, I'm such a good we, guy. We changed our meal for that night because of it. But yeah, no. Um, but so I think we might deviate on this one. I'm not sure. Maybe we won't. Uh, but for me, the next one for me is Napoli. Uh, for it's just so it's basically something that you can get here in Walt Disney World. Oh, the Italian place. Yeah, down down in downtown Disney. Um, but it's just like so. How did how did you pronounce it? Nap- Napoli. I say Napoli. Napoli, Napoli. I don't know. One of us must have he, said it right. He hit his head. Um, but so via Napoli or via Napoli, whichever you prefer to say, here at Epcot and Walt Disney World is uh, kind of a mixed bag for what you're going to get. And what I mean by that is sometimes you will be sitting there for an hour and a half for your food to come out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll order pizza and Haley will order pasta and the food will come out like 20, 30 minutes apart from each other, it's kind of a mixed bag. However, no matter what, no matter how you slice it, I do love their pizza. That greasy pizza with the little crispy pepperonis on them, I just, it's a comfort thing for me. And, and you, but you have it with no cheese. I do have it with no cheese. Yes. Okay. And it's easy, it's easy to do because if me and Haley want to split a pizza, we can do half cheese, half no cheese. And because they have those like cheese dollops instead of a full coverage, I, it doesn't really mess with my side at all, which is great. But basically, if you're going to Disneyland, downtown Disney, and you get pizza at Napoli, it's essentially the exact same and thing. And you know that any chef in an Italian restaurant that gets an order for a pizza with no cheese, you know. At some point, they spit on that pizza. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, regardless, it is delicious. Sacrilege. Delicious. Sacrilege. Absolute sacrilege. And I'm not a fan of Napoli, to be honest with you. I thought um, we might deviate there. I've, I've, eaten there. I've eaten there before. I've 
I've had as many good experiences as I've had bad. And at Disneyland, that's saying something because they really, really do, whether it's their, their, their quick service, their, their snacks, uh, desserts, uh, restaurants, um, they, they excel. They excel out there. So when something isn't as good, it really stands out to me. So Napoli never would have made my, my list. Never would have made my list. Um, now another place, I don't think you got a chance to eat there hmm. was Club 33. No, I haven't. And I'm not going to say a lot. I've been very fortunate. To have been able to eat there a few times. And you know what? <laughs> Over the top. Fantastic. And again, that it's that, it's that Napa Rose level service, the food, the ambiance, the atmosphere. Plus you're in a really special place. Um, but I, so I can say that. Very, very, very fortunate is, uh, to, uh, to have been able to eat there. Um, but I, I will also say that uh, Carthay Circle over in California Adventure. I think maybe the only place in California Adventure where I've consistently liked the meal. Um, and that's, it's been hit or miss. I won't say it's been consistent. Generally speaking, I've liked it. I always try to go whenever I'm out there. That's another one I'm working on. Just hoping somebody from Disneyland may be watching. Like, oh, I can get you. <laughs> um, I, again, just, and, and, and I will, like I said, I have to cop to the fact that there's an excitement level when I go out there that could absolutely be influencing. Yeah my uh my impressions of these places but i try not to let that affect me mm -hmm. but i'm human and but i've heard a lot of people including locals like say the same thing so i'm guessing that i'm not too far too far off base where else for you fiasco uh i had one more in mind um, which is probably the one I'm most excited for because we're actually getting one here in Walt Disney World, and that's the best ice cream I've ever had in my life, salt and straw. Um, they have tons of unique flavors. I mean, I would even I would even go as far to say like all their flavors are pretty unique, even down to their chocolate chip cookie dough, which I did have, and it was insanely good. The vanilla ice cream in there had like the sea salt. The sea salt taste to it that was like I, I was discovering a new color in my mouth. Like it was I, I haven't it, it's something as simple as chocolate chip cookie dough, and it was like a flavor I've never had before. Um, just some of the best ice cream ever. We're getting one here in World next year. I can't wait. My Navy buddy was out there for just for the day. They actually ate at uh, Napoli, and uh, and they were on their way out. They were just texting me some pins that they got, and I was like, "Did you eat at Salt and Straw?" And they're like, "No." And I was like, "Turn around." Go get ice cream and salt and straw, and you'll thank me later. And he sent me an ice. He sent me a picture of his ice cream. He was like, "You're right. It's the best I've ever had." And I, I, it is good. It's very, very, very good ice cream. But they have an ice cream that has bugs in it on purpose. 
and we're out. I've never gotten that one, but okay. So- I just, the whole concept of it skeeves me and that every time I hear salt and straw, I think ice cream with bugs in it. And I'm sorry, that's just not appetizing. That's just not appetizing. I actually just found out that you can order salt and straw, little like Ben and Jerry sized tubs online and they'll ship them to you. I don't know how that works without it melting, but uh, oh, I'm sure they ship it in dry ice. Fiesta. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they take it frozen, throw it in and hope for the best. Yeah, no, I've never gotten ice cream shipped before or anything like that. But as soon as I have a trip coming up and as soon as I'm about to come back from that trip, I'm placing an order. Uh, I've never tried their lavender ice cream, but it sounds very appealing. I love lavender. So I'm going to be ordering that. I'm going to be ordering the cookie dough, whatever else Haley wants. But I'm very, very excited. It's going to hold me over for the next year until we get ours. But yeah, salt and straw. You got to get it. The other place I love to eat. And again, it's not because I think the food is particularly great. It's not bad. But the the Jolly Holiday. uh, Jolly Holiday. Jolly Holiday. (laughs) Bakery. I don't know why I struggled with that. Um, you know, the desserts are really good. You know, the, the pastries and stuff. It's a bakery after all. They have sandwiches and stuff. It's good. It's good. Is that you? Yeah. Spam. Spam call. Why is it coming through on speakers? Uh, my MacBook's hooked up to my phone. Oh, oh, okay. Um, anyway. Fiasco's iPhone notwithstanding. Um, I think for me, it, like I said, it's good, but it's sitting on Main Street. It's sitting on one of those tables on Main Street. Regardless of time of day, you're either watching, you know, crowds walk by, you watch a parade, fireworks, whatever it is you're doing, whatever time of day it is. Now that's something special. That's something I wish we did, yeah. we had here. Where a real place to sit on Main Street. I mean, Casey's Corner has a little bit, but it's kind of tucked back. Yeah. Our ice cream parlor, same thing. Whereas the Jolly Holiday patio is huge. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's right on Main Street. And you can sit. I I wish we would do something like that. Um, But that is absolutely uh, one one of my favorite places to go. And again, I get no no Michelin stars in the offing, but it's so good. I love Jolly Holiday, too. I love all their pastries and stuff like that. And the atmosphere is no joke. Like you said, it's a great place to just sit and relax. Um, the only reason I wouldn't put it on my list is because if we're saying like, so Salt and Straw, Bangle Barbecue, Steakhouse 55, I think are just the best. And like they're better than what we have here in World. We have a better Cinnabon here. Uh, not Cinnabon. I always say that cinnamon roll. We have a better cinnamon roll here in Walt Disney Worlds than they have at Disneyland, and that's the cinnamon roll at um, Garden Grill Breakfast. Um, so I, I will say, oh, that that's a reach. I will say the Jolly Holiday cinnamon roll is good. It's no Garden Grill cinnamon roll though. That is the winner. Well, yeah, uh, this one's in Disneyland, and I can sit on Main Street and eat it, so it wins. True. Um. It wins. Um, I'm trying to think of like, I mean, I know there are more places uh, for me, but I'm just not. 
So I know there was another place we really liked, um, Whitewater Snacks, but I don't think it's that anymore. I think that changed. Yeah, it did change. And I can't remember what it changed to when I haven't experienced it. I hear it's very, very good. Yeah. But um, you have to make reservations for it now. Okay. It's not quick service anymore? Um, I guess not. Yeah. I'll find out when I get out there. But I know that it keeps coming up on, you know, when you're looking for reservations. It's one of the places that always seems to have them. Um, uh, another one too, uh, you know, um, an honorable mention at the very least, Catal, uh, at downtown Disney. Um, I haven't had that very, um, on the Mediterranean side in terms of the cuisine. And it's eclectic. It's an eclectic menu. But again, every time I've eaten there, I've really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, and it's one of the places that's easier to get a reservation at. Um, right now I'm seeing Catal, I'm seeing, uh, Ralph Brennan's jazz kitchen. Uh, those are showing up, you know, pretty regularly when you look for reservations. Uh, they have availability right now, but there was this place at the grand Californian. I don't remember what it was. I've only been there once and it was with you like wicked late at night, but it's like a lounge type. Oh thing. yeah. Well, the Hearthstone lounge. Yeah. 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 That was it. And you can, yeah, they have a, they have a small menu you can order there. That lounge just in general is fantastic. Yeah. Is just fantastic. It's, and again, just the service out there, the food, everything. Oh, Disneyland is amazing. Can't argue with Pete's final words there. Disneyland is amazing. That's going to do it for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you did, once again, please consider... Those were the perfect final words to end on spoken by Pete. Disneyland is amazing. I agree wholeheartedly. He is not wrong. That's going to do it for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I truly hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, you want to support us, please consider booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Again, you can get a free no-obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Also, please make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to the Disney Dining Show. And if it's through Apple Podcasts, Please, please, please take the time to leave us a five-star rating and review if you're enjoying the show. We've had a couple new reviews that uh, I want to give shout-outs to for. We have Disneyland Dinna saying, well, it's Donna, but the name's Dinna. I should have read that better, but it says, great show, guys. Love to know the dining around Walt Disney World. You do an excellent job. Never been steered wrong. Thank you all so much for your hard work. You guys are the best. Well, thank you very much. And we have one from FL Law 32. The Disunplugged folks are the beef eaters for all of us. Thanks to them, I really have rarely, not really, I rarely have a bad meal or snack in the world. Pete, don't worry. I'm not going anywhere near Maria and Enzo's. Never laughed like I did during that review. Love you guys. I will pass that message on to Pete 
And finally, we have one from Kate Murrow. Hi, I recently went to the wave because of your review. Both my daughter and I loved it. She had a Caesar salad. I had the bacon and eggs. We shared the surf and turf. The meal was absolutely delicious. So glad I started listening to the podcast. We would have never thought to try it if it wasn't for the review. We've listened to several of the episodes and have so many things on our list to try. Thanks to everyone here. Uh, well, Kate, that makes me really, really happy, especially because it sounds like you found out about the podcast through audio and not through YouTube or maybe one of the other things we do. And if that's the case, I'm so happy that you're here now. I'm happy to everyone who has found us along the way and is enjoying these reviews and and helping to make sure that they have the best vacation possible, because that's really our goal to inform and entertain, but mostly to inform and that's what we try to do, and I hope you enjoy every single second of it. But it's time for me to go this week. Thank you so much to everyone out there for listening. I truly appreciate it. We'll see you again next week with another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Take care. Bye-bye.